Fireflies Unite with Kia, your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with a mental illness. We are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment. Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast with me, Kia, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by simply sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with a mental illness, and of course, to normalize the mental health conversation. So happy Monday, and thank you all for your grace and your compassion with me getting out the podcast episodes slightly later. I am doing my best to get back on schedule with having the podcast available uh, Monday morning. Y'all, I am just bear with me. Um, it, it's, it's just really, really hard to stay consistent when you are getting back on your medication and leveling out. Um, I know it could sound like an excuse, but it's really not. Um, when I'm doing well, I'm on top of my stuff. And when I'm not doing well, it's just harder for me to stay on top of things. Um, but I want to thank every person who have re- reached out to me um, because the last few episodes, I've been just talking about what's currently going on and people have sent emails, text messages. Um, and so just just know that it's really appreciated. I also want to send a huge thank you to the big brothers and big sisters of New York City. I spoke on a panel that was hosted by them as well as uh, hosted by Dead the Silence. Um, Anthony Duckin, I got a chance to meet him and he's uh, been following me on social media for a while. So it's always great to meet people that you've talked to over the phone or text or emailed and you can meet each other in person. So I was excited to be a part of that event. It was truly, truly amazing. And um, it was definitely needed. The attendees came up to me afterwards and shared their stories. And it just showed that we need to have the conversation and provide people with the resources so that they could get the help that they need. The event was nothing short of amazing. And I definitely look forward to working on more projects with um the organizations and the panelists that I met. So um, that that event was definitely great. And then a huge shout out to Sharon Lawrence of my Sailor Wellness, who's a therapist in the uh, Prince George's County, Maryland area. She had an event in Linden, New Jersey. That was, again, nothing short of amazing. I was a part of her event as well this past Saturday. And so like I said, I've been traveling in addition to wanting these this, my medication to uh, hurry up and work. I know that it's working because I'm not suicidal, but I think I may need a um, to increase my dosage to help with my energy. I, I really just want to sleep. That's truly all I want to do. But part of it is the depression. The other part of it is just traveling and pouring and giving to other people. Um, and so... Um, yeah, I just wanted to update you all on that. I also want to let you guys know that 
I am doing a, I'll be doing a giveaway, but you guys have to fill out a survey. So right now I'm currently, I've been doing it for a few months, but I need to get more intentional with asking the things that I need from you all so that I can make the podcast better. So I will have a survey that I need you to answer. Um, you guys, I really need your help because I want to make this podcast not only better, but I want it to grow and reach more people. Um, and so there's a survey. It takes five minutes or less and you get a chance to win a copy of my book as well as a $50 gift card from Amazon. So I need every person who listens to this podcast, I need y'all to help a sister out. Please, please, please. This content is free. You all have access to it anytime you want. And I do my best to improve the podcast, but I know that there's areas for improvement. And so in order to do that, I need your support. When you fill out the survey, this will help me with uh, reaching out to sponsors and ways to to continue to grow the podcast. So again, like I said, it's five minutes or less and you get a chance to win a copy of my book as well as a Amazon gift card. And whoever um, there it will be two people and you get to pick which one you want. Um, and so I may actually, you know, I know I'm going to give out two copies of my book as well as a $50 Amazon gift card. So that way I have a, there's three chances that you can win. And so I just want to thank you all for listening and helping me with improving this podcast. So on today's episode, you all, I want to talk about social media detoxing. And I know we've talked about it in the past before, but I don't think we've had an episode that's been specifically dedicated to taking time away to improve your mental health. And so I wanted to speak to that because y'all know I've been off of social media for about six weeks. And it's so interesting because I realized that when I'm off of social media, I usually don't have a desire to get back on in a really like, and so I don't have a desire like immediately to get back on. But when I'm on social media, I find myself like constantly checking for notica- uh, notifications, making sure that I'm responding to everyone who's sending me messages in my DM. Like, it's like this constant thing that I have to do. And I realize that um, when I'm on social media, it's hard for me to be, it takes away from my productivity level. So when I'm on it and I'm trying to work on, let's say, a particular project or I have something that I have to get done, I sometimes find myself pulling away from so um, pulling away from whatever project I'm working on and getting on social media to to check it. And so social media is great. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not a great tool, but too much of a good thing can be bad. We've heard that. Um, 
but I don't think people actually make the connection. Well, most people do, at least people who are self-aware, make the connection between too much social media and your mental health. And so I'm not going to say to, like I said, to not ever be on social media, but I do want to talk about its impact on your mental health and things to do that you can do to help improve your mental health while you use social media and encourage a social media detox. So here's the thing. There's this chemical in our brain that's called dopamine. And we had a great episode with um, my former professor, Mike Long, um, when they talked about their book, uh, The Molecule of More, and they talk about the, the, chem- the chemical in the brain called dopamine. So here's the thing. Dopamine, it has nothing to do with pleasure, but the dopamine has more to do with the anticipation and the motivation. So dopamine makes you feel like you want something and it shifts you into a reward seeking mindset. So when you think about that, what do you think of with social media? You often think about reward seeking mindset. For me, what comes up is the notifications. How many comments do I have? Well, who commented on my stuff? How many likes did I get? Um, who sent me a, who sent me a message? So that this mindset, it compels you to act. And so when you act to that desire, the brain, what it does, it releases endorphins, which are pleasurable and rewarding. So endorphins are released when we um, when we're using social media or when we get that hit and that hit could very well be um, notifications. So how many, you know, likes that I get on this particular picture. So I people don't often think about that. And so that's why it's true that people can very well be addicted to social media. Anytime someone has an addiction, that's usually the system that you know, I'm referring to this this article that I'll be sure to leave in the show notes. But when someone has an addiction, that's usually the system. That's the system that's hit is the dopamine system. And it has to do with, again, like I said, your anticipation and your motivation. And so it's so interesting because it just starts with the creation of like your face, Facebook account that you might check weekly. Well, some people may check their accounts <laughs> more than weekly, more probably like every couple minutes. And you what you don't people don't realize is that once you install a particular social media app on your phone, now that you're hit with multiple notifications per hour, your brain dopamine system strengthens. So that's requiring more and more stimulation for le- less and less of a reward. So eventually, you know, you find yourself waking up in the middle of the night to see if you received any new likes or messages or follows or if you and if you aren't sure if you're addicted to social media, um, there's a there's going to be a list that I will of to a link that I'll put to see if you're actually addicted to social media, because it's a very real thing. And sometimes people may laugh about it, but people do struggle with being addicted to social media. And the thing is that the saddest part is that social media addiction is usually seen as acceptable in society. 
And the reason why social media is can have terrible impacts on your mental health is because the thing is social media, even though it's a it would be seen as safe, even though it's an addiction, because people may could someone probably is like, oh, no one ever died or it's not crack cocaine or I'm not doing marijuana 24-7. So it's like, oh, well, it's fine, right? Because I'm not harming anyone or myself. But think about it. Maybe not necessarily yourself. I mean, other people, but you're definitely harming yourself. Because here's the thing. Social media is a false reality. The content is curated. So people choose what they want you to see. They're only going to show their good sides and they're going to hide everything that's that's not going so great. So it is so easy to get caught up in the trap that everything is, quote unquote, perfect for other people. And why isn't my life as perfect as everyone else? And this was something that I used to struggle with, with social media comparison. And I even talked and I had a previous episode that I will leave in the show notes where I talked about um, social media. And it says, are you living your best life? Because that's what we always saying on social media. Right. Or are you living your best lie? Because everything is not as it appears on social media. And so that's why for me, I do my best. Um to let people know when things aren't going so great. So if you look on my social media, I believe the last post that I have, I was talking about how I was bedridden for days and how I was really struggling uh, with depression. I believe that was my last post. And out of my small little social media account, out of the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of social media profiles, for me, I want to try to provide some balance because I need people to know that, first of all, it's impossible to for everything to be perfect 24-7, 365 days a year. I'm transparent because I want people to see that I struggle and that while I have a lot of great things happening in my life, for me, it's important to show that there are some days where I really do struggle. And the thing is, this false reality a lot of times we feel like we we are trying to keep up with what our peers are doing and it can even lead to an anxiety disorder and even depression for some people if they are not taking the time to one step away and also realizing what's happening because a lot of times we're scrolling through social media just kind of like not it's it's almost second nature we're not even thinking about it and we don't realize that we're constantly taking in this stuff. So whether you're constantly seeing police brutality videos or whether you're constantly seeing um, something about Trump, whether you're constantly seeing something like all these negative images, we're beginning to take these things in and we don't realize how it's impacting us. Another thing that social media can do it definitely encourages narcissism. And so one of the biggest rewards in social media is when you make a post and somebody likes it. So on Twitter and Tumblr, it's like retweets or reblogs, but it's all about your own satisfaction and gratification. And as you eventually you find yourself chasing more and more likes, more comments, more followers, and you find that you're seeking validation from a post, it's like if I hear people say, if I don't get 
a certain number of likes, I'm taking my, my social media posts down. So now you're seeking validation from other people when what we what the most important thing to do is validate yourself. And so people don't realize that they're looking to others for validation um, on social media. People that you may not never meet in your life or you're trying to act like something that you're not. And another thing that social media does is sucks up your time. Like I said, it truly does pull away from you being involved in actual like real life. So on average, they say like per day, people um, can, they take like an hour and 40 minutes to two hours of just mindlessly like scrolling through social media. Do you realize how much stuff you can get done in an hour and 40 minutes to two hours? I could have went to the gym, worked out for an hour, taken a shower in that particular time frame. Or I could have taken time to take a nap or I could have taken time to actually hang out with a friend or talk to a friend in person. Like the thing is, when you spend so much time on social media, you're taking time from spending away like in your actual real life. Like how about uh, trying to discover a new hobby or doing something that you already enjoy doing, going for a walk or reading a book or working on your business if you want to be a successful entrepreneur or hanging out with your friends or going to a support group or going to therapy, like all these things that will actually help you personally grow and develop. So I think it's important that we talk about this because it's dopamine. Like I said, dopamine helps you, makes you feel like you want something and shifts you into constantly a a reward-seeking mindset. And that mindset will constantly compel you to constantly act on that. So again, when you act on that desire, your brain releases endorphins. And those endorphins are pleasurable and they're rewarding. And so endorphins are released when no, in pr- pretty much any addiction that someone has. But even when you work out, um, endorphins are released because it feels good to us. It feels good to our body. But the thing is, constantly doing that over and over, you find yourself because when you when you think about it, how is it that people can have all these followers, all these friends on social media, whether depending on the platform that you're on, and people still feel lonely. They're isolating because they don't they don't actually have satisfying relationships in real life. And that's where the the trouble can come in or where it gets troubling, because people are looking for some form of satisfaction that they're not getting in real life. So the thing is. When you're taking a break from social media, what it does, it helps you to break the cycle of comparison because scientists have discovered that most people who use social media end up comparing themselves to the lives of everyone that they're connected to. So sometimes, for example, if everyone, you know, was getting married and having babies, but you're single, you feel you may end up feeling isolated and lonely. 
And again, it goes back that this can really lead to depression for some people or some people developing an anxiety disorder. And so when you take time to pull away from social media, it helps you to break away from this unhealthy cycle of constantly comparing yourself so that you can actually reconnect and connect with the things that's happening in real life and not in this digital world. Um, another thing is that with social media, you know, you'll when you take time away, you'll stop feeling the need to be so competitive. A lot of times people feel the need or they feel pressure to do something because it's like, well, everyone else is doing it because it's what they see on social media. And it's because the thing about social media networks, such as Facebook, is to constantly attract attention to your posts. So that's why people often feel the need to constantly post um, all the time. They're every move. And I remember I used to get caught up in the trap, like in the trap, because I would think like, oh, well, I need to post that I'm eating breakfast or I need to post that I'm doing this. I don't have to post every single thing that I'm doing. Um, and it's so easy to get caught up in that because that's what you see everyone else doing. And it's like, well, if I don't post it, then I mean, it's not real. But like, that's not the case. So it's important because when you take time to pull away from social media, again, you won't feel this constant need to compare and be so com and to be so competitive. And it's important that we do that because, again, like I said, studies show that it leads to depression and anxiety for some people. So it's really important to consider, um, you know, when you take time to pull away from social media, you improve your overall mood like when you spend time away, you find that you're not as stressed or you're not as depressed and because you're taking time to actually do things in your life, to actually fill your cup up or to do things that make you feel productive or feel like you have a purpose. But when you're constantly just scrolling on social media, again, people don't even realize that they're that it's impacting their mood. Um, and another thing is, People often feel like if they're not on social media, they're going to be missing out. I mean, that may be the case, but like, do you have to be in the know about every single thing that's happening? You know, because social media is it's engineered to be like addictive, you know, um, and the thing is, you people don't realize, but that there has been um, articles that show that you can expect to feel like withdrawal symptoms when you're not on social media because it's naturally ingrained in us to feel like we'll be missing out on something if we're not on social media. So the notifications make it really hard for you to like not be on social media um, because even if you do find that when you're on it, you leave your notifications on so you're constantly being pinged every time something happens. So, but those who become addicted to social media can end up destroying their personal um, and even some professional relationships because you find that when you're spending time with people in person, that's why like, for me, I had a very important um, business lunch with a mentor that I connected with on social media who I admire. I love the work that she's doing and 
she asked me to go, you know, to go out to lunch. And this is something I've actually been praying for. You know, I've been praying that God will allow me to connect with people in my life who are steps ahead of me so that I can learn from them. And so here's someone who I admire that I look up to. And now imagine when she and I was at dinner, if I was just constantly on my phone, not paying attention and not engaging. One, that's very rude. Number two, she's taking time out of her very busy schedule to spend time with me. And so I thought it was really important that anytime I'm engaging with, especially people, relationships that are meaningful with me, I do my very best to make sure that I'm present and I'm not constantly scrolling on social media. Um, because in the end, it helps me to be mindful, to be present. And it shows the person that the person that's physically in my presence that I'm that I'm paying attention to what they're saying, that I'm appreciative of them taking time out of their day to spend with me. Um, and so it does come across as very rude or like if you're going to constantly be on your phone while you're in the presence of someone, then why even spend time with them? And so, again, it, it goes back to us sometimes feeling like we're going to miss out on something. But it's like if you take time to pull away from or if you find that you're having a really hard time pulling away from social media for fear of missing out and even possibly being addicted to social media, really, um, I would encourage you again to get help with that because it is a very real thing. And again, when we take time to pull away from social media, we begin to connect with the real world, like to actually having like in person, like I said, human connection and you know, and spending time with people that we care about or relationships that we want to foster. Um, there are so many things that I desire out of life and things that I, I want to see, I want to see happen in my life. But if I don't take time to nurture relationships or take time to nurture and take care of my own mental health, I won't see some of these things manifest if I'm constantly living life on social media and not taking time to actually be in the moment and have in human, uh, in person, uh, connections. And taking time to make sure I eat a healthy meal or taking time to make sure that I'm going to the gym or that I'm going to therapy, taking my medication, like doing all those things that I actually need to do to be mentally and emotionally and physically and spiritually healthy. So I definitely want to encourage us to be mindful about that. And also, I think is, you know, increasing your productivity um, because you feel like, oh, I never have enough time to exercise or to clean my house or to read a book. Um, but we all know that studies show time and time again that 30 minutes per day of exercising has huge benefits on your physical and emotional and mental health. And if you're spending an hour on social media or longer, that could have been time where you could have taken a walk around the block, went to the gym or maybe worked out in your house, no matter what it was. The thing is you have a lot more time to do things that are more productive than spending time on social media. So that's also something I want us to think about. And so here's the thing. I'm going to give you, I'm starting this new segment on the podcast and it's just going to be called self-care. Um, where I give you um, a prompt, whether it's a prompt or something, some 
something that's acts like a to do or like an actionable item that you can take away from listening to this podcast. So I'm working on some sound effects, trying out some new sound effects for the podcast. So let's bring in the fireflies for this segment. And so for today, I want you for this week, I want to encourage you to pay attention to how you feel when you're off of social media. So and see, do you have more time? Do you find that you're more happy? Do you find that you're not as depressed? Um, And even going as far as when you're on social media, unfollow people who make you feel unwell. If you find that or mute them, if you find like when you scroll on someone's posting, you're like, oh boy, here they go again, talking about this thing. Why am I even following this particular person when I find that I'm agitated or I'm aggravated with what they post or I find that I'm jealous or I'm comparing myself. Anybody who makes you feel unwell, mute them or unfollow them on social media. Follow more people who inspire you. And how about like, you know, doing simple things like take the time to not jump on social media when you first wake up, like brush your teeth, meditate for five minutes, pray before you jump on social media. And then, like I said, also pay attention to how you feel when you're not on social media. And for this week, I'm going to get back to my therapist shout out that I first started on the podcast. When I first started the podcast, I believe like the first year I was pretty consistent and I stopped doing it because I was trying to really see what wasn't working, what was working. But someone had suggested this, one of the listeners, and I was like, oh, I'll definitely get back to doing that. And so I want to give a therapist shout out for this episode to Zola Counseling. Um, Zola Counseling owner, actually, um, the business owner of it is Asia Rodriguez. She is a licensed professional counselor in the Washington, D.C. area. And what I'm going to do is leave the website in the show notes so that if you're in Washington, D.C. or any of the surrounding areas like Maryland or Virginia, you can check out Zola Counseling and let Asia Rodriguez know that Kia of the Fireflies Unite podcast sent you over. She has a great what I also love about her website is that she has a blog and her blog has really great content on it. Like she has things like um, how for ways to pay for therapy. Um, another article is I want to go to therapy now. What another article that I saw in there is nothing is wrong with you. Go to therapy, which is great because y'all know I always advocating for therapy and saying that you don't need a mental health diagnosis to go to therapy. Therapy can very well be a preventative thing and you don't have to be in crisis or your life is falling apart to go to therapy. So be sure to check out Zola Counseling. Again, the owner of Zola Counseling is Asia Rodriguez based in the Washington, D.C. area. And that is all for today's episode. Again, I want to encourage you all to pay attention to how you feel when you're on social media, when you're not on social media. Unfollow people who make you feel unwell. And follow more people who inspire you. Follow more accounts. Take the time to, again, like I said, before you jump on social media, 
do something for yourself before you find yourself jumping on social media to see who likes something or who followed you or how to grow your followers and really asking yourself, like, why am I seeking validation from people? So you all have a very blessed week. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next week. I hope that you obtain tools and resources from the Fireflies Unite podcast to help you manage your mental health. But please do not use it as a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Let's continue the conversation by following me on Fireflies Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.